All right. Thank you guys for joining in today. Ross B. Williams here for the Modern Profits podcast. Super excited about our guest today. We have Edward Collins in the house. I'm really excited to what he's going to be able to share with you as far as law, tax knowledge, and social media growth. So we're super excited to have you here. How are you? Ross, it's definitely a pleasure. Thank you very much for putting this together. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. If you could tell tell us in about a minute or less, you know, what you do. Exactly. Sure. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a lawyer. I specialize mm-hmm. in tax, estate, and business law. I'm also a serial entrepreneur. Um, I own and built and scaled nine businesses of our own uh, over the course of the past 25 years, um, each of them up to and through six and seven figures apiece. I spend most of my time now teaching other business owners how to do similar things, like create real financial freedom in their life. My, my okay. mantra is that I help business owners outsmart the IRS, create and keep more wealth, and just accumulate and protect it. That's awesome. You know, I know all entrepreneurs want to outsmart the IRS or take advantage of the laws, Mm -hmm. use the laws to their advantage to help them save money and make more money. So yeah, most entrepreneurs have that drive, right? Absolutely. Because like, we're, we're that weird bunch that is not content working 40 hours for someone else, but we're willing to put in 100 hours to work for ourselves. And that drive pushes us forward. And that's probably why I resonate pretty well with with actual business owners, individuals Mm -hmm. who are in the grind getting it done. Um, I also resonate with those who are just getting ready to get started, right, who are have an interest in business and want to figure out how to launch it and how to really take it to the next level. And again, I've been doing it for 25 years. So right. I have a little bit of a little bit of staying power. So you help them actually get upset properly from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, there's there's ideal structures. I actually have a whole uh, what I call a, a, the real wealth matrix, which is like mm-hmm. a framework, a hierarchical ownership of everything over your life that just helps you to not only set it up the right way, but to be able to operate, but set it up the right way to be able to protect everything you're working hard for. Gotcha. And what is the, is, is there a mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs make when they're setting up their businesses and corporations? Yeah. I mean, it comes down to like entity structure in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, the largest mistake is the vast majority of business owners in the United States actually have no entity around them at all. They're sole proprietorships. And when you set up a business and are operating a business as a sole proprietor, you are essentially taking all of the liability on personally. Right. Um, and I get why a lot of people do it because there's no friction to doing that, right? It's really easy just to hang yep. your shit out and say, I'm just going to do businesses myself. But the challenge with doing that is that you never know what's going to happen. And I personally have just never met a business owner that wants to have to get wealthy twice. So if you're building a business as, an, as a solopreneur that's, or even a, a multiple team, but you're still operating as, as a sole proprietorship, you're essentially exposing yourself to, ha- to risk. And that risk can essentially wipe you out right. depending on what happens. And, and certain things can happen that are, realistically speaking, no real fault of your own. And you can still be subject to having to pick up the the cards when the house of cards comes tumbling down. And what's one of the biggest things they can do to protect themselves? Oh, simply just utilize entity structure, right? So mm-hmm. in the United States, there are actual legal entities that you can surround your business with. Um, I, I refer to that as like putting a force field around your business. I'm a sci-fi fan. So right. you can use things like LLCs, limited liability companies. But it's not enough just to form an LLC. You actually have to operate the LLC the right way in order to get all of the protections. So that's probably the, the second mistake that business owners make is that they think that you could just simply set up an entity structure and you're good to go, right? But there are actually formalities of business ownership and, and operations um, that I would say, I would venture to say, if because we're at this this marketing conference right now and we're surrounded by five thousand other business owners, right? I'd venture to say that um, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of about eighty to ninety percent of them may believe that they have uh, structures and and limited liabilities in place through LLCs, but 
just because they have that paper that was filed with whatever their jurisdiction is, that doesn't mean they've been operating it the right way over the course of the past number of periods of time. Right. Like, for instance, the commingling money, personal money and business money, um, not really having a regular meetings of the, the business, not taking minutes of the, the meetings that are happening, having material decisions, uh, not recorded uh, company records, not having an operating agreement, like all of these things uh, business owners do or don't do uh, that create significant challenge if there is ever a risk event, right? So right. We, we, we always believe we're invulnerable, right? We believe we're Superman or we have these invincible powers, right? But the reality is things happen and if a risk event does occur, if you don't do the things that are really necessary to safeguard the protections that are built into the statute under like a limited liability company statute, mm -hmm. then it's really the paper itself is not worth the paper it was printed on because right. a, a really good attorney can step into that litigation environment and pierce through whatever the corporate veil is that you believe you may have and potentially subject all of your personal stuff to loss. Through, right. and no through one that wants that. Exactly. So is that where your real wet wealth matrix comes into play? Well, I think the, the real wealth matrix itself is a framework. I mm -hmm. teach uh, my mentees how to actually structure their hierarchical ownership. I start off. Uh, so let me step back. There are three objectives that I have with this. The objective number one is I, I'm a father and I'm a, also a husband and I want to care for my family. I want to make right. sure that they're protected. Absolutely. God forbid something happens to me 100 years from now. I want to know that whatever I'm working hard to do and build it's there for them. So the very first priority I have is estate planning. So I utilize trusts at the top of the hierarchical ownership to own everything, right? So I don't own anything so in my personal name, nothing at all. Everything is owned by the various trusts that we've set up. Uh, and when I teach my mentees this, this is exactly how we set it up so that they can actually make sure that their estate planning objectives are being first and foremost met. And then we utilize entity structures and layering to accomplish objective number two, which is to protect the wealth that they're building, right? So we, we utilize holding companies and operating companies in order to create all of the benefits of asset protection. And then objective number three is through the structures we put in place, we create infrastructure upon which to layer tax reduction strategy, right? So I'm, I'm a nerd when it comes to this stuff. And like, if you look at the tax code in the United States, when you Put all of the pages of the code, plus all the regulations and all the supporting documents, about 80,000 pages. And about 70% of that is written specifically for business owners and mm -hmm. professional uh, real estate investment, right? But real estate, when done right, is business. So in reality, it's all business. It's all business, yeah. And if you know the code and understand the code, you can actually understand that taxes are absolutely voluntary, Right. But you'd have to have the right business structures in place to take advantage of the tax reduction strategies that are, are available within the code that make taxes voluntary. Right. So this is where layering the trust with the holding companies, with the LLC protects you more. It protects you more and helps you keep more of every dollar, keep more you make. Of your which is what everyone wants. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I hate the IRS, like with a passion. I'm, I'm not a big fan of government in general. I think that there's so much corruption and challenge that exists there. I'm very vocal about it. So mm -hmm. much so that if I ever disappear, you know who did it. <laughs> I will never, I will never like end myself, right? So at the end of the day, if I'm gone, you know who did it. But the reality is the scenario that exists for a business owner is that I just fundamentally believe that each individual is a better steward of their resources that they create than any 
third party will ever be, especially if that third party is thousands of miles away in Washington, D.C. Right. I just don't believe that they have our true best interest at heart. It doesn't mean that there aren't good people in government. It's just I think that the vast majority of those who pretend to be stewards and, and fiduciaries are really not good fiduciaries for us. Right. And I'd just rather you have the resources because I think let the business owners and entrepreneurs absolutely. who are smart and creative. Absolutely. Make good with that extra money. Yes. If you, so the more you make, the more impact you can have. Mm -hmm. And I, I just genuinely believe that if if the business owners who are out and about, especially the ones that you and I know, right? right. We, we go out and we, we interact with business owners all the time all over the country, right? There are so many good people. And if they have more of their own resources, the, the resources that they worked hard to create in the first place, they are more likely to put those dollars to work in good ways for their local communities, the local uh, constituents, their employees, their their customers, they're just m more apt to be putting that that those resources to work in good ways, way better than any government entity will will ever do. So I'm passionate about teaching business owners how to take advantage of what is legitimately in the tax code, so that you can just keep more of the dollars you're making. Right. And then once you're doing that, then and I do teach it legally in the right way. 100%. And then once they're keeping those dollars, I teach them what to do with it, right? Because that's the, the the secondary issue. Like there's two challenges with the lack of financial literacy. The challenge one is figuring out how to keep and hold on to the stuff you're making. But challenge number two is what to do with it when you do. Right. Right. And our system is not really set up to educate most people on true financial literacy topics. So I spend a lot of my time just trying to help people understand what money is and be smart with it and be smart with it, how to utilize it, how to leverage it, because every dollar you make should be given a job because if and if you don't give it the job, it becomes the employee of someone else. So I want to teach people how to actually take control of the resources they have so that they can create more wealth. It, it's just the, the financial freedom that's possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to fight for any freedom, financial freedom is the one you want to fight for because it leads to all Everything other freedoms. Else. Right. Every other 100%. freedom that exists is is founded on financial freedom. So that's why I'm just so passionate about it. And I know that rubs some people the wrong way. Like, oh, man, I, like, why are you always talking about money? Well, because money, money matters. Yeah, I mean, it does. Like, no matter what anyone else tells you, it definitely matters. Money doesn't buy you happiness, but it buys you a boat. It buys you. <laughs> And it buys you, you health care. <laughs> it buys you food. It buys you housing. It buys you the ability to go out and interact with people who can help better your lives. Right. Right. It also gives you the ability to help people. Absolutely. On to top of to that. change the world in a way that nothing else ever has. Like I'm an unapologetic capitalist. And if you look at all the systems that have ever existed on our planet from an ec economic standpoint, capitalism is the only one that's changed the world in, in a way that is measurable and truly material. Absolutely. I love that. And I love that too. It's kind of like a three-step process. It's yeah. protection mm -hmm. and then savings mm -hmm. as far as well, keeping I'm, as much money as, yeah. as you as possible. Yeah. And then growth and wealth. Mm -hmm. So protect, save, grow. Yeah. I love that kind of a three-step system all through your practices with the, the law and the structures. And I, I know that a lot of people aren't doing those structures. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. So they they probably said, you know, set up their LLC, but it stops there. Mm -hmm. So I love what you're doing and what you're teaching for entrepreneurs. Thank you. I think it's it's really cool. And I think we all need more education on that and help yeah. setting all that up. So that's great. And I also pre appreciate what you're doing from a marketing side mm -hmm. to make 
help us entrepreneurs and business owners aware of all that. Uh, one thing, me working in the marketing agency world is, and I get tons of people that actually reach out to me for referrals all the time. And they ask me, oh, do you know a, a family lawyer? Do you know a, a tax lawyer? Do you know a criminal lawyer? Do you know whatever kind of lawyer? And I'm like, I probably do. Yeah. But I don't know because most lawyers are really good at telling everybody they're a lawyer mm-hmm. and really bad at telling everybody what kind yes. of lawyer they're. So they're, to me, yeah. they're like the worst at marketing. So I really appreciate how well you've harnessed your messaging and what you're doing to help entrepreneurs. And that kind of like the way you're working social media is super unique, mm-hmm. especially in your industry. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing on the social media side? Sure. I mean, or your journey there? I, I think it's interesting because like, I'm not a social media guy. I didn't grow up with the stuff. I right. predate Google and YouTube, right? So I started my first financial planning practice back in 1998. Okay. So it's, I've been doing this for a long time. We're in the same boat. Exactly. <laughs> so. But I, I never really adopted the whole social media thing when I was when I was growing my businesses. Mm-hmm. I built eight of my nine businesses without any traditional marketing at all. I definitely think knowing what I know now, I definitely could have done way better understanding and leveraging uh, marketing and and, and sales in general, advertising. Absolutely. But I didn't. I, I built all of my businesses primarily through word of mouth, networking, handshake type of networking, right? Not not internet type of yeah, networking. Face-to-face. Face-to-face stuff. And um, I... I just, I invested a significant amount of my time, effort, and energy just becoming an expert in what I do. Mm-hmm. And that translated into people saying, hey, listen, Edward knows his stuff. If I need help, I'm going to go to him. If anyone I know needs help, I'm going to send them to him. Absolutely. And that's what happened. Like our all of our businesses, I own a private wealth management firm. I own an accounting firm. I own a fractional CFO company. I own a tax firm, coaching business now. That's the, our newest enterprise. We own residential, commercial real estate. So we've we've expanded our empire, and I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say that. I mean, I'm building an empire, and again, because I'm an unapologetic capitalist, I think that if you look at how I've done it up until the recent past couple of years, it's been all traditional handshake type mm-hmm. of networking. So I learned what was that change. Yeah, I learned about like digital marketing in 2019, and I did nothing with it. I was exposed to it. I'm like, oh, that that sounds intriguing, but I did nothing with it. And then in 2020. I, I got a lot of people telling me about it. I saw people like Russell Brunson on, on the internet. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I was constantly getting fed his ads and I did nothing with it because I mean, remember 2020, everything else that was going on in that time frame, uh, I was definitely distracted with other things. And then in 2020, I finally found the, the wherewithal to say, okay, I'm going to actually go on this webinar that Russell was doing and I listened to what he was saying. And I'm like, this makes sense to me. And then I jumped into one of his programs and I'm like, oh, this makes all the sense in the world to me. And then I jumped into uh, his ecosystem back in uh, the summer of 2021. Mm -hmm. And then I started hanging around with other people who were using digital marketing to really expand and grow massive businesses. People who were just getting started. They were just getting started and they, they were getting to points where they were hitting six high six figures, high seven figures even. And I'm like, Wow, I need to learn how to do that. So, Absolutely. Like, isn't it wild how fast? It's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Can and take off. I, um, my team was telling me, Edward, you you got to get online. You got to get on on socials. I'm like, what's that? Like, I like I had no <laughs> idea. So in t- October of 2021, made my very first Instagram post, very first one, and then we like sporadically made posts like every couple of days. Uh, obviously that doesn't work. Uh, at least it didn't work for me. And then in January, 2022, I made a commitment starting January 1st, 
I was gonna post every single day without fail because everyone was telling me I had to do that. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. So I started it. And from January 1st, 2022, all the way through April 25th of 2023. So over a year and like four months or so, mm-hmm. I got no traction. And you posted every day? Uh, every day, like without fail. Like, and it was hard because like, that's a lot of work. Oh, it is. It's a lot of work to do that. And, a lot and of people so, go through that 365 day challenge once a day yes. and they usually make it to about day 90 yeah, before they I, drop the I, ball. I'm, I'm stubborn, right? <laughs> that's the one The one thing, like I, I believe in discipline and discipline for me is doing the things that you don't want to do because mm-hmm. you have to do them at the end of the day, just getting it done. So I did, I committed to doing it and I did it. And I got to the point and, and what I was doing though, in all fairness and honesty is I was, I was approaching social media based on what other people were telling me I had to do, right? right? They were saying, this is how you do an Instagram. This is how you do a Facebook. This is how you do a TikTok. And I was, I was listening because again, I knew nothing about social media and I was, I was posting like talking head videos and explainer videos and we were using like sound like trending sounds and like all all the stuff that everyone says you have to do in order to to make it in, in right. social media and i got no traction like by the, from january 1st 2022 to april 25th of 2023 we had across all of the platforms that i was on tiktok facebook instagram uh youtube linkedin we had less than 6000 followers like wow. all that time I think, and this is a year and a half. A this year, point, well, every just, day. just under a year and a half every day. So, wow. and I'm like, this, like, why am I doing this? Because I have other businesses that are operating without any digital marketing, and right. they're still growing. And I'm like, why am I t- putting all this effort here when I could just like focus on this stuff that's yeah. already doing it's amazing? Like you're spinning your wheels. But everyone was telling me you have to do it. You have to do it. And I'm, and again, the people who were telling me that I have to do it, not not. So I want to be clear. It wasn't the, pe- the people who were telling me I have to do it weren't the people telling me how to do it. They were just saying you have to be on it, et cetera. And they, they were at places within their own empire building that I aspired to be. So I have a philosophy that I have actually adopted from yep. Russell. Like I listen to all billionaires with helicopters and stage presence, right? They, they're up here. They're telling me I have to do it. I'm going to do it because they're up there and I'm not yet. Exactly. So I'm going to do it. But the problem was I was listening to people telling me how to do it who weren't me. Right. And I was using a voice that was not my own. Right. Mm-hmm. The way I was presenting, I was per- basically putting on a, a facade. So it wasn't that's, natural. Yeah, it wasn't natural. So I got to this point, April 26th, one of my team uh, shared something with me. I'm like, you know, what? I'm just I'm fed up. Like, I'm not going to do it this way. And I just started I started just talking like the way I normally talk. Right. Instead of like trying to be the person that everyone's telling me I had to be. I was just me. And that day, that post, we got like 4,000 followers from. That one post. Followers. Not followers, not wild. just views. Followers. And I'm like, wait a minute. And what was that post about? Um, so it was, a rea- it was a reaction video. Like mm-hmm. we had been doing a few different reaction videos uh, at that point. Um, but that reaction video was one where I was just like, I was just authentically me. Mm-hmm. In how one, I didn't see the video ahead of time. The camera started rolling, which is how we do it now. Camera started rolling. I hit play. And I watched it for the first time and the camera watched me watch it for the first time. So it was an authentic reaction. I literally just put the phone down and I spoke. There was no scripting, which is how we do it now. We don't script any of our our videos. I literally just talk based on my own knowledge about what I just heard. And that video just took off. And I'm like, wow, that's that that worked. Yeah. So I'm going to do that again. Yeah, and we, that's what happened. We did it again and then again and again. And in the past five months from April 26th through to today, all organic, no paid ads. We don't put any money behind it. We don't buy any followers, nothing like that. 
we've grown from less than 6,000. It was like 5,200 and change mm -hmm. on April 25th to today, we're over 2,325,000 followers across all our platforms. Wow. All organic for five months. Five months. So a Just by being me. A little under a year and a half posting every day. Every day, nothing. You got 5,000. Yeah. And then one day you found a magic pill I, and you got 5,000 in a day. And in five months, you're 2.5 mil. Is that it's amazing? 2,325,000. Wow. And change. That's I put the change in there because I'm proud of it. So <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Um, but it's next time we talk, it might be three millions. Yeah, well, it could be that <laughs> later today. We'll see. It's definitely been amazing. Like, and I wish I would have known about the concept of digital marketing way earlier. Mm -hmm. And I wish I would have like just been comfortable being me on camera. Because I think that's one of the other challenges that a lot of entrepreneurs face when they're jumping into digital marketing is that like when a camera's on you. It's almost natural to try to be different. Yeah, you right? turn into actor mode. Like. Exactly. And what I learned, at least, and I can't say that this is the magic pill for everyone, but what I learned for me is that when I started just being me, being my authentic self, mm -hmm. that resonated with the people who actually like me, right? And our engagement is through the roof. Like we have such an amazing follower uh, count and the, the individuals who are following are in our DMs, they're in our comments, they're they're asking really awesome questions and I dive in there and I answer them. They're jumping into our communities and interacting. I mean, it's just, it's just awesome. It's That's amazing. Awesome. So I, I love that basically your secret to success on social media was being natural and authentic. Yes, just be you. I mean, because there's 8, 8 billion people on the planet, right? You don't need all of them to, be, to like you, right? <laughs> no. Just find the ones who do. Right. And the easiest way to find them is to showcase who you are. Just showcase who you are as a person, your own tonality, your own uh, mannerisms. I mean, I'm awkward. I'm a nerd when it comes to like financial stuff. Mm -hmm. I geek out on on figuring out ways that I can outsmart the IRS because I hate those guys. <laughs> and it's just like that resonates with the people who resonate with me. And our followers are extremely loyal they're very much interactive with us we I, like i i'm here at this conference and i have met like so many people who who have known me now over the course of the past number of months mm -hmm. and it's all based on the fact that social media exists and i've now figured out all i have to do is be me on social media yeah. and the people who like the me that i am like we connect yeah and that'll last longer you know i teach my clients when we're doing their branding mm -hmm. that it needs to be authentic yes. so that it does come off naturally so that you are actually always the same because exactly. it's true to yourself, which will attract the people mm -hmm. that like your authentic self, which means they'll stick around forever Yes, because it's a good fit. Yeah. First, if you're kind of thrown in that actor mode, it's not that you're being fake, but if you're thrown in that actor mode, you're going to attract people who when actor mode is turned off, yeah. won't resonate anymore. And you kind of like, that's where you lose and grow and lose and grow and have that kind of battle. So yeah. I love the authenticity and the natural yeah, to me, it's just, it's easier, right? If, if you're just you, like, you don't have to do any work. It's just you. And that's how we do all of our content. Now. Oh, I was going to ask you, because you mentioned, so when you're doing these reels that you're mm -hmm. creating, yes, there's no prep. None at all. And in fact, we don't even source any of the videos. The community sends the uh -huh. videos to my team. My team puts it onto a phone. They turn the camera on and I hit play. I'm literally just watching it in real time as they're filming me. 
for the first time. That's why sometimes like if, if anyone is like following me and mm -hmm. they watch my videos, like sometimes my face does weird things because I'm literally watching it right. for the first time and it's like my natural reaction to it. So I apologize if it looks awkward at times, but it's just who I am. Right. No, and then I literally just put the phone down and I just talk based on my own knowledge that I've accumulated over like a quarter century in my area of genius, right? Like I have zones of genius that I'm, I am an expert in and I could just talk about it because I, that's me. I know this stuff. So I just put the phone down and I talk and they just, the editing, they just cut out the ums and the ahs and the pauses. Right. That's it. It's just me talking. That's great. What I love about that is, is a, it's the, again, the authentic, but the no prep time. Yeah. So no, you're not having to write and scripts exactly. and preps and do this. And that's, that's wild. Cause I know how much work a lot of people put into their, yeah. their scripting and their planning and the, mm -hmm. and you just react, speak from the heart yeah. and let them take over the editing for you. Now I, I, I do have to say, I do have an unfair advantage, right? I am an expert in what I talk about. Right. And it's taken me 25 years to get to that knowledge 100%. right so it's not what i'm doing is not available to many people but if you find your zone of genius what you know and you're interested in showcasing that to the world just showcase it as you know it right and i'm a testimony if you will to the fact that if you do you and you're you're just showcasing your own your own knowledge base people will resonate with that well um, everyone's an expert at something absolutely it's just a matter of them knowing what they're an expert at because a lot of times there's it's they're so easy to them mm -hmm. they think everybody knows it correct so they don't think it's even worth sharing because they think everyone already knows it but they don't because yep. they're the experts so that's really cool yes and definitely just sharing your knowledge that you already hold means you're not writing scripts or spending exactly. time on this and you're just being natural and authentic and sharing and helping the world yeah so I love it. Do you have, if, if before we wrap up today, is there sure. one piece of advice you could give an entrepreneur? Well, let's do two pieces of advice. Let's okay. do one piece of advice for helping them on the tax and business structure side, and okay. then one piece of advice on growing their social media. Okay, so uh, I'm going to give three pieces of advice. Okay, we'll okay. take it. Yeah, so on the tax and wealth side of the spectrum, financial freedom is simply a formula. It's, it's a very simple formula. It's only 10 words. Would you like to know what that formula is for financial I want to know all 10 words. Okay. Let's hear them. Now, it's so simple that most people, when they hear it, are going to say, I'm, I'm going to ignore that because it is so simple, but it's just 10 words. It's free cash flow greater than your daily needs and wants. Those 10 words are financial freedom. When you have excess cash flow more than you're burning, meaning more than you're actually yeah. spending to live your life, you are in a state of financial freedom. But the challenge is most people who ever achieve that will achieve that in what I refer to as a state of richness, which means you're, you get that free cash flow, but you're doing something to generate the free cash flow. You are definitely putting time, effort, and energy, whether it's in a W-2 job, whether it's in your own business, you, you are mm -hmm. working in the business to create the cash flow. Now, that's good. It's way better to be rich than it is to be poor. I've been both. But I don't want people to, to live in a state of richness. I want them to live in a state of real wealth. Real wealth is the same 10 words. Free cash flow greater than your daily needs and wants. It's just you are no longer the, the apparatus that is generating the cash flow. You've accumulated assets that generate the cash flow for you, whether those are businesses, real estate, accumulative portfolios, right? Like what, mm -hmm. what traditional assets like investments, et cetera. If, it, if those things are the things in your life that are generating cash flow for you, that is a state of real wealth. Now, so that, that would be my, my, my number one tip for people is to, to work towards asset acquisition 
And my definition of an asset is anything you control, which generates cash flow for you, work towards asset acquisition because that leads to financial freedom. My recommendation for those who are interested in marketing and social media marketing is pick any platform, doesn't matter which one it is, and just find your voice, your voice, not someone else's voice. You can model other people and what they're doing, mm -hmm. but do it in your way. So don't copy. Copying is not going to get you the results you want. Modeling and being authentic to who you are, that's going to get the results you want. Awesome. And I'd say my third tip, which is universal across the board, whether you're talking about wealth, whether you're talking about relationships, whether you're talking about marketing, well, it doesn't matter what it is. Universal tip number three is find a mentor because mentorship is the thing that changed my life dramatically. Yep, 100%. Like night and day. I went from my rock bottom moment in life, which we didn't talk about today, but I went from my rock bottom moment, which was absolutely devastating to me, mm -hmm. to true financial freedom in the, in a state of wealth. And I guarantee that the key ingredient in that entire progress was mentorship for me. And if you find the right mentors, whether they're vicarious mentors through like books, podcasts, audios, whatever it may be, vicarious mentorship, in-person mentorship, doesn't matter. Find mentors, people who are at locations in their lives where you aspire to be, mm -hmm. whether that's with regard to relationships, whether with, with regard to health or wealth, doesn't matter. Find mentors, listen to what they're sharing and figuring out how you can model what they're sharing and just reverse engineer what it's taken them to get to where they are right. and put that into practice in your life. And that's your shortcuts Each and to every get day. to. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate your time. This was amazing wealth of knowledge. And Ross, I think what you're doing for your audience is amazing. I mean, you're putting together an opportunity for them to learn vicariously. You're putting people in, in, in these situations where you get to talk and sh have them share their, their information with, with your audience. So what you're doing is awesome and amazing. And I, uh, I just hope that those who are fortunate enough to tap into what you're doing, recognize how awesome it is. Because again, no, you don't have to be doing this. You're choosing to, and you're over delivering, and that's that's value beyond measure. So awesome. awesome. Well, thank you, and thank you for being here. 100%. Awesome. Thanks.